Hello and welcome to another episode of The Hooligan Report. I'm your host as always, SM, and with me today I have Croy. Good afternoon. I also have Cookson. Afternoon. And returning after his great debut, we have Type Club. Hey. Um, we'll get right into it, boys. We had a couple of decent games on the weekend. Um, we might start with perhaps the more interesting result, which was in the early game, which was where Newcastle beat Liverpool 1-0. Uh, and I'm sure Type Club, you might have a bit to say about this one. Yeah, um, another loss for Liverpool. It just goes from bad to worse for them right now. Uh, it looked like Pardew, he outwitted Rodgers a bit in that match because it was pretty even, but towards the end of the game, Pardew made a few changes and Rodgers just didn't react and they went down. Um, it was a late goal in the end and it seemed like Newcastle were just all over them. Very poor defending for the goal, I must say. Well, you get yeah. that pool. Yeah. <laughs> you expect it, don't you? Sorry, sorry, Cookson, are you criticising another side for their back four? <laughs> well, considering we had ten it, men, it begins. two teenagers and two midfielders, that was still better than Liverpool. You oh, know, all I, all I hear are excuses. You can see the goal as well. Didn't see any better than Liverpool. A bit of a difference between a marathon on the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the 38 game. It's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> Mate, you guys haven't even started running the way you're going. And we're still in touch with the top four. <laughs> <laughs> but i got to say, I mean, Newcastle's turned around in their form. They've won, what, is that four games on the trot now? Do you include the League Cup game? Um, it's pretty incredible. It's amazing what nearly getting sacked can do for a man. <laughs> So, um, that's good to see. I think NUFC would be pretty happy with the turn of form, and they're finally above Sunderland on the table, so that's always a good thing for them. Yeah, but there's also questions that you ask about Rodgers' management. I mean, well, Stephen Gerrard's yeah. Gerard's played every, mostly every minute of the league. As well as playing Champions League. Yeah. Sterling just was played in the League Cup, but not the Champions League. I mean, I've fairly certain a game against Madrid is a bit bigger than a game against some third division team in England or yeah, the league top. Yeah. It should be the biggest fixture of the season, you know, playing against Madrid, the European champions in their home ground. All the players should want to play that, all that match. And they, they ended they, up playing a pretty much second string side, didn't they, this morning? Yeah, yeah. they did. It was really disappointing. Who, who, lined, who lined up for Madrid this morning? Like, first team-wise, anyway. In full strength. Full strength. Oh. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, one that's, nil. That's because Madrid didn't actually try. They didn't give a shit. <laughs> I wasn't yeah, okay. Ancelotti said they never really had to play at a high tempo. Um, it looked like they didn't even need to get out of second gear for the match. They didn't even get out of a brisk walk. Pretty, um, Ronaldo could <laughs> the um, Champions League goal-scoring record. I thought he tried his hardest. I saw yeah, some I think of, um, that's Mignolet, what let him down. Mignolet, uh with a bit of foot candy with Ronaldo. Yeah, he got sucked in, I think, Ronaldo. But he's not uh, that's, defend. that's pretty much Liverpool's highlight of the night, wasn't it? Yeah, I think just about. I love this season. <laughs> wow, it doesn't stop. Um, we might move on then. Uh, and that's, was there anything else anyone had to say about the, the Liverpool game? Well, Dower. I've got a bit to say, just because Liverpool, um, they... You've got teams who have gone to Madrid before and won, like Arsenal in 2006, Ipswich um, back in 1973. David O'Leary even went down fighting 3-2 with Leeds. And Liverpool are pretty much the first team who have gone there uh, with a reserve team, not knowing that they're not going to win. It was really disappointing to see they didn't even put up a fight. 
Uh, if we want to continue with the trend of Champions League games, uh, Cruyff Arsenal this morning, 3-0 up against Anderlecht, and we're pegged back to a 3-0 draw. Um, now, it's a fun feeling, isn't it? To Just have excuse, a, have a excuse me while I throw my iPad out the window in frustration <laughs> at that result. I, I didn't watch the game, but I, I saw the score, it was 3-1, and then... I went back to sleep, woke up, and saw it was 3-3, and many swear words were held. And I was not happy. I don't know how it happens. If you're 3-0 up against Anderlecht, who are the only side to come back from 3-0 down on English soil in the Champions League and secure a result against a team far above their stature, it is absolutely disgusting. Was it a pretty much first-ring side view? As far as I'm aware, yes, in, I mean, regards, to our, in regards to injuries, though, yeah. but... From what we could field, yes. Yeah. Ooh, and that point's very vital. I mean, they get that point, they pretty much ensure qualification. That, so, Chris, and Dortmund won too. Yeah, but so Dortmund Chris, what, really good so far. Sorry, I'll ask Chris a question. What was the reason for the capitulation? Do you think it was um, the players or Wenger's tactics didn't close the game down? Oh, we're going to be here for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, uh, the I, I think it's both. Wenger... I don't think he used the sub till the 80th minute, or uh, his second sub till the 80th minute. And again, it's just me- me- mental midgets. There's no, there's no drive in the team. You look at Alexis; he's a the guy's a born winner. If everyone had his mentality, we'd be a lot better off. But they have this bloody oh, we're losing, we're scared, and then it all just turns to a steaming pile of shit. And then I rant on podcasts, and this is the result. <laughs> It's it's uh, it, it's down to Wenger though. I think a better coach would have instilled a better mentality. You look at a side uh, side like Manchester United under Ferguson; they they didn't they wouldn't lose games like that. And if they did, it'd happen once a season, and that'd be that. It wouldn't happen constantly over a period of years, like it does with Arsenal. Definitely in Wenger. Yeah, I mean, Man City were up two nil in the last match day, and they blew it too against the uh, CSK. Yeah, so it looks like the same things happen again. Mm. Well. Yeah, uh, I know. I know what he's saying, but I, I don't know. To, I'm anti. I'm very anti Wenger though. So I think he's the one that the finger should be pointed at. But um, City as well with their squad, they shouldn't be throwing games away like that. Yeah, I mean, you probably don't think Mourinho would do something like that. You, you think someone like that would um, close a match down? Bring I'd be up a very surprised. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd be very surprised if a Mourinho side surrendered a, a three 0 lead in the second. Uh, he'd be, he'd be having a fit right now. Oh. People would be dead. Yeah. <laughs> Still, it could be worse for you. Are I mean, where's Arsenal on the league table? Fourth. So, it's, yeah, yeah, it could be worse. But it, where it do you looked, think Dortmund are? Bottom. Bottom. Seventeenth. Seventeenth. Relegation zone. But it seems Dortmund are doing quite well in Champions League. They'll probably finish top of the group the way they're going. Well, yeah, yeah that's right. It, it seems to be one one. One extreme to the other for them at the moment. How many is is there? One more match day or two? Uh, two, more. two more. So it's really anyone's anyone's thing, really. But we we need to really sort ourselves out and get ourselves together. But I mean, it's hard with injuries. You can't, but you can't keep going on that excuse. You should be able with the players Arsenal have, and even the players that were available, you should be able to shut a game down and uh, guarantee yourself three points if you're three nil up at home against a far inferior side. With no disrespect to Anderlecht. And, I mean, you say that there's no excuse for injuries and so on, but, I mean, you've got Debussy and Kishelny hopefully coming back in the next few weeks, which will obviously show you up a bit more defensively. Uh, yeah. And hopefully, you know, tighten up in that situation. But then you want... But 
things just happen, though. Even when we have a first-string defence, you look at, particularly on our corners, everything's zonal marking. So many players just have free headers. I don't know why they don't choose to man-mark their corners. Because it's not the French way? <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. It's, just, it's absolutely... I think we've done zonal marking under Wenger since he got the job, but it's obviously not working. And the, the frailties are obviously visible for everyone to see but him, apparently but it still doesn't change. So I don't know what has to happen for him to actually open his eyes and realise that what he does isn't actually working so well. Then again, the question needs to be asked, though, which defenders can you buy? Hummels? <laughs> yeah, but he's, also, he's gotten a lot... He's gotten injury-prone in the last three seasons. Don't worry, he'll fit right in at Arsenal then. Yeah. <laughs> he'll love it there. They've yeah. got good doctors. <laughs> well, actually, I don't know who we could buy, to be honest, really. Um... Uh, not, I don't even know who's available on the market or who'd be interested in a move, but surely Medisac is on the way out. I mean, pretty yeah. much I think only Bayern Munich and Madrid have any decent centre-backs. Yeah, Chelsea. All the Chelsea, rest Chelsea, just... Chelsea, Chelsea too. Well, when you think about it, Chelsea have, what, a 34-year-old and Gary Cahill. Mourinho protects them, that's why. Yeah, I guess. Well, continuing with the Arsenal theme um, and bringing it back to the Premier League, um, you got... A three, nice 3-0 win against Burnley at home, and thankfully they didn't come back to draw in that game. 3-3. Three, three. Um, Sanchez oh, had... Thankfully they didn't, know. <laughs> I mean, Burnley hardly looked like scoring in the Premier League, let alone scoring three. Yeah. Um, but Sanchez pretty much ran the show for you guys from start to finish. Um, I caught most of the game on replay, and he's still hitting shoulders above everyone else, as he has in quite a best, few of your games. Best player in the Premier League, if you read Big Footy. Yeah. If um, you read Big Footy, I... I, I, I think that statement is incorrect, but I'd have him in the top five or six. Are you slightly concerned that he's becoming your Suarez in a way? He's sort of yes, been, yes, yes, one hundred percent. Yes, we can't. You can't be relying on one player for all your results, and particularly the way we're playing, which isn't too great. Shot. He scored what I think seven goals in eight games with two assists. Plus what he's done in the Champions League for us, just far, far too reliant. And if he goes down, then we're in real strife. Mm. But. I don't know, do you just think he's been probably in good form? It's probably just, is Ramsey back? Ramsey's back, but playing poorly. Just wait, Ramsey probably just needs to get back into form, I mean... Walcott comes back soon. Yeah, he's, I mean, he's on the bench tonight, I think. He's not matched it, obviously, but he's, he's recovered from his injury. No, add a bit of variety to his attack, because we've got, what, Sanchez on one flank. Welbeck as well. We've got a lot of pace up top, which is useful. Yeah, but Welbeck can't score goals. <laughs> Yeah, it's a bit of talk of Sanchez. Sanchez is scoring all of them, so it's all right. But, it's um, a bit of talk yeah. of Sanchez going through the middle now and Walcott going on the right. I, I, the way I would do it, personally, I'd put Walcott on the right, um, Wilshire at 10, Sanchez on the left, and Welbeck up top. That's that's what I would do. But when Ozil comes back, I'd play Ozil at 10. I don't know why Kozola still gets a game. It, it's baffling every Arsenal fan. But, again, Arsene Wenger, who knows what goes through his head. It took him a while to score in that match too. Um, I think they were playing with two two holding midfielders, and once they took one of them off, Arsenal scored pretty quickly. In that yeah, I, I, again, Wenger's substitutions are almost always baffling, and <laughs> why you wouldn't try and protect the game, even if you're three 0 up. Bring on Rizitsky, for instance. The guy works hard, maybe not the best defensively, but the guy will always give you his all. But it's just it's I, I, the lack of DM has killed us. That's, that's, yeah, that's, that's, what, that's what it comes back to. And not reinforcing properly in defence when Vermeulen left. It's it, all, all back to the manager. I think that's why he's got to play both, um, what's his name, Flamini and Arteta. 
because they don't have one pure, really good defensive player. They've got to play two of them back there. Well, yeah, was doing more harm than good. Yeah. And then, look, at Flamini, I think he's 31, maybe? 30, 31? I mean, he's not, he's not getting any younger. Arteta's 32, who can barely run faster than a donkey. I mean, these players need to be replaced, and it's not like there's a lack of good defensive midfielders or box-to-box midfielders in the world. It's not hard to... I'm, I'm lost for words now. <laughs> Didn't Arsenal try to go for William Cavallo? Yes, but Porto of Lisbon, sorry, wanted, um, I think, 28 or 36 million, and yeah. we'd only give them X amount. I think it was maybe 4 or 8 million short, so we said no. Okay. Well, we might move on then to um, Chelsea's game, which is played at the same time as Arsenal. Uh, they got up 2-1 over QPR. It was actually a pretty improved performance from QPR. They uh, levelled against Chelsea through a neat Charlie Austin goal and took until a um, pretty well-taken Hazard penalty to really seal the game for Chelsea, which was probably good signs for a QPR if you're a QPR supporter. Well, you drop Rio Ferdinand, amazing things can happen. <laughs> yes, yeah, they can look a bit more tied down back. And you've got to say, Oscar's opener for them was an absolute pinch. Yep, beautiful curl, lovely use of physics there. Yeah, o- Oscar, Oscar's goal was, was, was quite, quite the hit. Yeah. Chelsea, though, really well rested. They made eight changes from their game, their previous game against Strawberry. <laughs> that, that's what they're called. Yeah. <laughs> Strawberry, is it? <laughs> <laughs> I just love the way that he said it with such a straight face as well. The reporter has the direction. <laughs> oh, you're killing me. <laughs> Isn't that what they're called? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they came off the league cup match, and um, but you oh, know, fresh for the game, fresh. See, that's that's comes again. That's squad management. That's what Mourinho's done perfectly. I mean, I know Chelsea have a lot more money. I'm sorry to bring it back to Arsenal, but Chelsea have depth. They rotate their squad, and like that, that's what happens. You can rest players, and then you can bring them in fresh for the weekend, and you win games. Yeah, I've seen it. Rogers, take note. Rogers, <laughs> yeah. Rogers needs to take a lot of notes. <laughs> but, yeah, QPR, I thought they fought well. They've gone to four in the back. They've switched the switch formations a bit. I don't know why you play three at the back in England of all places. Oh, it's madness. Absolutely. With Rio Ferdinand as one of the centre-backs as well. <laughs> yeah. Suicide. You may as well play with a bloody blind man. But, um, yeah, I think Austin scored in maybe his last three games, I think. So he's... Um He's doing pretty well for them. He's hit a bit of form. Um, and hopefully they can just get a few results on the, table, on the board and move up the table a bit. QPR, yeah. They've, just, they've actually just dropped back into the relegation zone, though, so they really they should probably get a move on with that. It's almost a concern that um, all three motor clubs are now sitting in the relegation spots. I, I brought it up on the board briefly. Uh, obviously, not everyone's played everyone yet. You, you can't really tell too much at this stage, but they are all hitting a bit of a form slump. Leicester and Burnley, obviously, have been one for the whole season. Um, it almost begs the question of whether there's a gap starting to form between that you know, championship and bottom part of, the, part of the Premier League. Yeah, there's a lot more money in the Premier League now, isn't there? So it's going to be... I don't think it's been spread to the championship, is it? No. Yeah, so it's probably going to be a trend that will continue, I'd imagine. It will 
be interesting to see um, eventually who does get relegated because if it is two or, or three of some of the clubs, um, obviously then you've got three clubs coming up with a lot less established players um, than you know a, a Crystal Palace or a Sunderland who will have a lot more money to you know keep building their squad up, uh, and you do start to get that bit of a gap for me. Interesting to see how Leicester have dropped down to 18th after their early season run. Just quite amazing because they had all their hard matches early on and they've struggled against the easier side. Yeah. Pretty much what I think it is is, well, after pretty much the the United game took everything out of them. So, like, you asked the Leicester fan, they would probably trade in their two wins against the big teams just so they could win those games against the lesser sides. They're the important ones, though, really. Take when you points off. Yeah, from their perspective, because they're, they're more or less explaining. You kind of expect to, or a club like Leicester would, would probably not expect to go and win against United, Chelsea, Arsenal and City and whatnot. But, I mean... You've got to be beating your QPRs, your Burnley, your Crystal Palace, your Villas, all that, if you're down that half of the table. And that, yeah. was the, that was the theory we, we went into last season with, which was because if you lose to a, like Leicester have that lost to West Brom, that's three points more that West Brom has. That's three points more that one of your direct rivals has. Um, whereas if you beat a United, sure, that's a great result, but you'd rather get the three points against one of your direct rivals because, as you say, that's, that's much more of a six-pointer um, that can really have impact on them later on in the season, because they're going to end up, yeah, sure, they've got, got the three points against United, and they've got the three points against some of the other bigger clubs, but um, the way that Hull approached the last season was you focus on beating those smaller clubs, make sure that you can get above them on the table, and then you have a free hit to bigger clubs, and if you lose those matches, it's not as important. Exactly. I completely agree. <laughs> uh, well, we'll move on uh, to probably the, the highlight of the weekend, which was the Manchester derby, uh, in terms of... Is that the one where Manchester United lost? I think that was. Ah, that's why it's the highlight. That's why it's the highlight. I think uh, their back four was described as the worst back four in in history or something like that. Oh, wow. Yeah, the worst back four they've ever fielded. Yeah. So, Cookson, what were your thoughts on the game? Tell us about it, Cookie. Well, let's start up. It was a spirited (laughs) performance. Spirited performance by the boys after we went to man down due to Chris Smalling's stupidity. Two red, two yellow cards in, what, eight minutes or something? Yep. First one was just, uh, words can't describe how stupid it was. Yeah, I mean, if you put a list of players at United who would do those stupid things, Smalling would be one of the last players who would do them. So, yeah, apparently he got quite a spray from Louis van Gaal. Van Gaal actually called him stupid. Yeah, I don't exactly blame him for that consensus. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I mean, Rooney had an excellent one where he should have scored. I found our defending after we went down to 10 men to be quite excellent. I mean, McNair was fantastic. I think your most important player is De Gea. Yep. You lose him, and you'll lose a lot of points. Well, yeah, he said that to any first-choice goalkeeper that De Gea has just come in and just... Oh, well, if, if Chelsea lost Courtois, it would be... That yeah, that would get checked, but... <laughs> Cole says hi. We've got our third keeper in goal at the moment. We just went and got two points at Anfield Memories. No, no one cares about Hull, though. <laughs> yeah, no one cares. <laughs> what choice? third-choice keeper, Cookson, I think. Is it Ben Amos? No, it's... Soon to be Victor Valdez. Soon to be, but who is it at the moment? Because it, Amos was on loan at Hull and wasn't good enough to make the grade when we were in the championship. Um, so I can it's just imagine someone called Sam Johnston. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, old Jono. <laughs> <laughs> but we have Lindegaard, who's also very good. Yeah. yeah, he's not bad, is he, Lindegaard? He's also very good on Twitter as well. Is he? I haven't put any of his work. Well, he's gave Rio Ferdinand quite a good spray when we faced QPR. That's not hard, though, when you look at Ferdinand's IQ level. Yeah. But still, it's very good. I mean, 
I found Blind to be probably Blind and Shaw to be the two standout players. The, uh, what do you think of Raphael? Good defender. Needs to stop being injured. What choice defense is Man United down to now? They're, they're six or seventh. I put, yeah, I point, posted it in the. Um, so who, who, who's actually missing? Rojo. Rojo, Smalling, Jones, Evans. They all team. They all defense. It pretty much so. Luke Shaw's our most experienced defender who's fit. How long is Rojo out for? Three weeks, I think. Some people have said six months. Some people have said three months. Apparently, according to Rojo, it's like two weeks. Well, this, he, what, he dislocated his shoulder, didn't he? Yeah, but he came out on Twitter and said it was nothing. So, I think, yeah, I guess, yeah, I'm willing to trust him more than the paper. Yeah, definitely. I think United need to look at Van Persie. He's on big wages, and he just put it... He put in another invisible performance. Yeah, like I personally think Van Persie won't be starting if Falcao's fit. Yeah. I mean, do you think Falcao will come good or? Yeah, he's a quality player. I know I that, know. but do you think he'll shine? Oh yeah, I mean his movement was better than any strikers so far. He just and he got the first goal. He just needs to get fit, come back in. I mean, he's, do an ACL. He won't do an ACL again. He's. It'll be fit. I don't know why he's injured. Apparently, it was a training incident with Phil Jones, so there's no Probably surprise there. His face. And that's just stupidity is something that's quite affecting quite everyone. United, and also quite common with their supporter base. <laughs> Jeez, you're is making it? this easy. <laughs> easy. What did we think of the penalty shouts for City? None there. None there. I think one was there, but a few times Aguero went down pretty easily, like against Fellaini, for instance. Was Aguero offside when he scored? No. <laughs> Not that I'm aware of. I think City, um, they weren't very impressive for me. They, they were playing a 10-man United with basically kids in reserves in defence and um, they looked a bit shaky. They, they sat back in the end. Yeah, they got kids like... They're bringing on people like Nazri, Zeko, Fernandinho. They should be dominating Europe, the Premier League, 10-man United, but they didn't. Toure was their best player. He was the only one who really performed, I think. Maybe he got a cake before the game. <laughs> so, yeah, Toure finally looks like he's pulled his finger out, which is good to see. But, um, no, you're right. I mean, I, I don't really understand the logic behind sitting back against the 10-man side. Surely, yeah, especially in the derby, you know, go out and try and pile the pressure on. Because um, Man- just, just two or three seasons ago when they went along and won 6-1. Here's the logic. They're Manchester City and they're a small club. Oh. Fer- Fergie was in charge there, wasn't he? I think he was, yeah. Oh, uh, I had a bit of an advantage then. <laughs> Just a bit. Yeah. Um, in the other results from the weekend, we had Everton drawing nil-nil with Swansea, which was in a pretty uninspiring game. I think uh, Shelby was sent off late in that one, which probably ruined it, ruined it as a contest. Um, Southampton got a very early goal and a very lucky goal against Hull to win 1-0. Uh, as we've already discussed, West Brom got a pretty fortunate own goal to beat Leicester 1-0. Just on Hull, yeah. what are your thoughts... So far, um, oh, it's, it's a bit hard to, to read too much into. Um, I, there was one whole supporter who was kind of concerned that we're sliding into a relegation battle, which I don't really see. I think the sides that we've played recently, Arsenal, we could have arguably got three points, and Liverpool as well as Southampton. It's a pretty tough run of fixtures. We've got Burnley yeah. up next. I think Burnley's the big yardstick because um, we've had. A, I mean, it, it's hard to say that because we've got injuries to pretty crucial players. We've got Jelovic out of the side. We've got Dawson out of the side, and we've got our two keepers out. So in each of the lines, basically, we're missing players, um, and it makes it pretty hard to perform any high standards. But 
I'd be wanting to put Burnley away at 2 or 3-0 to be satisfied with that. If we, if we lose that or if we draw that one, then I'd probably start to get a bit concerned. Yep. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm reasonably happy with how the things are going so far. I think, you know, there's a few few games where we could have got wins where we ended up getting draws from late goals, but I'd rather see that where we're losing winning positions to draw rather than, you know, a typical sort of two or three goal loss where we never really look in the game. Because um, I think it shows that there's sort of building blocks there and as the team starts to gel a bit better, those those draws will start to turn into wins. Mm. And, um, yeah, hopefully we can go up the table a bit more. I don't really see, I don't see relegation as a real threat at this stage at least. So you think, you think, uh, 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 what, sort of finished like 11th to 14th sort of thing? Or? Yeah, like 9th or 10th, maybe, maybe. Oh, um, a bit ambitious. <laughs> Bit ambitious. It's a bit hard now that um. West Ham in a slide or something. Yeah, West Ham as well. I think West. I think both West Ham and Southampton will actually drop off. Yeah, I mean Southampton clubs. I mean, no disrespect to clubs of that level. Well, I use that term in inverted commas, but um, you lose one or two key players, they don't have the depth that clubs with more money do to replace them, and then fatigue and whatnot starts to come in. January, February sort of thing. And then after that, I, I think Southampton will be lucky to finish. And I, I reckon they'll be maybe 7th to 10th Southampton, which I don't think is too bad. I think they'd be quite happy with that. But I can't see them sustaining um, a place in the top four, along with West Ham. Yep, and Southampton also haven't, like, just looking at it, they have haven't played Arsenal yet in either, either way, nor Chelsea. City, United. Yeah, they've, they've only really played Tottenham Hotspur in terms of and big Liverpool. clubs. Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Rewind. You just <laughs> said Tottenham Hotspur and Big Club in the same sentence. <laughs> Relatively speaking. Oh, all right. That's all right. They have had an easy um, run, they even, have, even though they've they performed play, they well. They have played Arsenal, Arsenal twice, Chelsea, United, City, I think Liverpool in the next 11 games, Everton, uh, Palace in the next 11 games or something. It's it's a ridiculous run they of tough have, fixtures. They do have a very tough run coming up, I think, yeah. I think it's United, uh, United City and Arsenal in the next three or four games. And they, got, they got Chelsea in that patch too somewhere. Yeah. I mean, I think that'll really test them. If you lose, say you lose three on the trot, that really starts to affect morale. Yeah, but if yeah, they well, get I mean, through that, then you can definitely say they're top four material. Yeah, if they I, I, I agree with yeah. that. Yeah. Well, speaking of West Ham, came from two goals down to draw two two with Stoke, which is um, pretty good. I mean, that's that's the sort of performance you want if you if you're looking at finishing in that top half top seven or eight teams um, where you kind of, from a losing position, are able to grind out a point. You wonder where the real Big Sam's gone. Yeah. I mean, who's, 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 who's this Big Sam that's got them playing football? I don't know. I don't know. He's turned 60, so he's probably mellowed a bit with his age. <laughs> um, Downing's putting in good performances. What's up with that, too? He did. He got the assistant and the equaliser, I think. So, I don't know what's going on down at um, Upton Park. And um, we also had, speaking of Spurs, came from, two, uh, from a goal down to beat Aston Villa 2-1. Aston Villa finally scoring a goal. I think I saw a, um, a tweet <laughs> that, that they had yes. to cancel their October goal of the month yes. competition. Because they <laughs> had no goal. Fantastic. <laughs> I saw a better tweet. Yeah? From between Aston Villa scored that goal and their last one. Yeah. How many goals do you reckon Cristiano Ronaldo scored? Oh, oh, oh wait. Uh, uh, Pipe Club, you have no idea. You should know this. I'm disappointed. Uh, I'd say he scored about 10 goals. You should. Yeah, 18. 18. <laughs> since Spillis since last scored. Wow. So Cristiano Ronaldo Football Club, it's probably on more points than Aston Villa Football Club right now. Well, he's already got 17 goals in the league. Yeah. That's good for any striker throughout a whole season. That is crazy. 17 yeah. and we what? Start of November. That Start of November. Mental. 
and he's still improving. Oh, I, I don't think he'll improve much on where he is right now. I, I, I think it's hard to see. I think he's at his peak, right? He's at his absolute peak. Yeah, and he can't. He he should have scored against Liverpool this morning, but I think um, a bit of mental mental issues there. He was trying too hard to score. I think he I showed think pity once, on once them. He, once he gets that seventy or seventy-one, whatever he's got, the seventy-first goal, I think that's putting too much pressure on him personally. Yeah. I think once he gets that, he'll have the monkey off his back and he'll be fine. Yeah, it's like when he won the tenth title with with uh, Real Madrid, and when he got his Ballon d'Or, he seems to be starting this season much more relaxed, much more free. He's got no big weight on his shoulders. Yeah. Um, and then the final game for the round, Sunderland got up three-one against Palace with Aussie uh, Milo Jednak getting sent off in that one. He's been asking for that a bit. He's had a, I think he's given away a couple of penalties, so uh, he's been living life on the edge, and it was. Um, I think it was Sunderland's first win on a Monday night since 2002 or something. I think I saw this out. Uh, a pretty long run between drinks for them. Um, but speaking of Aussies, I, I just wanted to talk quickly about uh, Western Sydney Wanderers' performance in the Asian Champions League during the week. Uh, going over to Al Halal and drawing nil-nil to win the Asian Champions League. Uh, it's a pretty big achievement for Australian football, would we say? Yes. Oh, yeah. Despite the um, dubious refereeing of the game? I think Kovic should have been sent off, to be honest. Yeah, that that. Well, I think that, that's a that's a clear that's a clear red card for me. Yeah, I think the issue is the referee was the same as the uh, opening game from the World Cup, who gave the correct. dodgy it's correct. And a, apparently was told, I don't know when, but I think I read it somewhere that he was told not to give um, penalties or something. He was told to be quite uh, lenient, but I mean it's worked lenient, in. Uh, lenient. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it's, it's worked in favour of Western Sydney, who um, maybe. People will say undeserved champions, but end of the day, it doesn't matter how you win it. If you win it, you win it, and then that's that. Yep, but man. the Al Halal players' uh, conduct after the game is absolutely disgraceful. Yeah, pack of flogs. I think once once the final whistle goes, you know, you shake hands and you be a good sport. I think the spitting and the, the ruckus and all that is very very important. Yeah, you can guarantee if they tried that in Australia, they would have gotten the shit kicked out of them. I was also pretty poor that the stadium emptied so quickly. I mean, show some respect and stay around to applaud the winners. I thought it was pretty poor performance. It was at 65,000 strong, and by the time Western Sydney were getting their medals, it was about you know 20 people in the stand, and they were the Western Sydney supporters who come over. So um, a bit disappointing, but it was it was a very good good effort from Western Sydney, and I, I think I, I saw, uh, saw a comment that maybe this is one battle GWS can't win, the AFL can't win, win over Western mate, Sydney. Mate, it seems to have. Um, their fans pretty, they're pretty into it. Um, they seem pretty passionate about their team, unlike what you see in the AFL at the moment with that with that region. Yeah, I mean, I think there was a thread on the main board about it, and people saying that the atmosphere you get at a Wanderers game is just uh, head and shoulders above whatever you get in an AFL game these days. Uh, so I think you'll start to see a lot more, especially with the kids, because there's so much grassroots participation in football or in soccer. Um, there's definitely a tide turning, I think, in New South Wales, even Australia-wide, really, with the A-League, doing pretty well this season. Yep. So I think it'll be an interesting few years ahead. Yeah, I think pound for pound they might have the best fans, a bit like um, maybe like Newcastle of the EPL. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I think, yeah, Western Sydney and maybe Melbourne Victory as well also have a, a great set of supporters. Um, Do Western Sydney get a, li- a living allowance? <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not too sure. <laughs> Sorry. No, actually, that's, I, know, I, know, I know you're joking. It, it, another good point is, the point was being made, um, Western Sydney operating with a salary cap going up against a side like Al Halal who can spend whatever they want on their players. 
it's just an incredible achievement. It, good on him. Basically, 100%. Good on him. Yeah. But, again, once they go to the Club World Championship, I can't see it being too pretty for them. Yeah. I just hope they get through to the game. I think the first game they play will be against the Mexican champion. Cru- Cruz Azul, yeah. I think. Yeah. Who I think will absolutely put them away with ease. Which is disappointing, because it would be great to see them play um, Real Madrid in the following would it, would it be really, though? Oh, I'd be... Real would probably demolish them, but it would still be... Probably. You say that like they're, they're, there's some doubt that they might not. Oh, they might go easy on them. They might. Could you imagine? Off. Could you imagine Cristiano Ronaldo facing off against Sasha Ognanovsky? <laughs> he would leave him for dead. Yeah. Sasha would be coming out of the tunnel still. Ronaldo would have already scored. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. It would be absolutely brutal, but I mean, it'd be a great experience if it did happen. But I, I can't see them doing too well against Cruz Azul. Not that I know much about Cruz Azul, but. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Mexican football isn't so bad. Well, I mean, Enna, Enna Valencia for West Ham was the top scorer in Mexican football last season. I mean, he's obviously stepped up relatively well to the Premier League, so they can't be that, you know, the, the Mexican Premier League is probably closer to English Premier League than Australian football. Yeah, but that goes without saying, really. Um, so we might move on to next week's fixtures. We're looking ahead. There's a couple of decent games that will start off with uh, the big one, which was the early game between Liverpool and Chelsea at 11.45 Eastern time. Um... Pretty big flash, guys. How do you see it? Chelsea, 4-0. Chelsea, 4-0. No repeat of last season's um, parking the bus and getting them on the counter? No. I, th- I think no, I think Mourinho will see his team up defensively, but they'll be smart. I don't think they'll sit back too much. I, he should outmaster Rodgers practically without, yeah. without too much problem. And, it, yeah, as Top Club just said, Gerard, I think if they focus on Gerard, pressure him, that will uh, work well in Chelsea's favour. What do we think of Gerard to City rumours? Rubbish. Although, think, yeah. may, may, may go there to win a league title. <laughs> no, no, no. What I wouldn't mind, Manchester Derby. City need to win to win the league. Gerard slips over at Old Trafford. Oh, I oh, know. Gerard usually assists the other team uh, in, in winning titles, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah, he's, he's it, it's done it to Arsenal, done it to Chelsea. The thing about Gerard is um, since he slipped... Against Chelsea, he's been pretty rubbish. I, I think it's I think it's finished him. But I mean, if, if finished, yeah. the guy's thirty four. He's had a pretty good career. Oh yeah, absolutely. Min, minus minus not winning a Premier League, but he's had a great career. It, it look, you look back and say he's one of the best midfielders of this generation of his generation. I mean, at thirty four, you're kind of allowed to be on the wane a bit. But I do think Liverpool need to start looking into a long term replacement for him, unless it's going to be Emre Can. But I think, um, yeah. Yes. I, reckon, um, I reckon he's got at least one more season in him at Liverpool. I mean, leave him around for like a mentor role sort of thing, impact sub at times, playing cup games, whatever, get him to roll the kids up. But um, I don't think he should be a first-team player anymore. And he shouldn't no. be a midfielder. I mean, he's, he's his best seasons have come where he's played as an attacking midfielder or a winger or on the right. He just lacks the brains to play centre mid. Yeah, I'm seeing this game as a possibility that he could come in... Um, and, you know, turn it around, maybe. Bury his demons, but... I don't really see it. Yeah, so, Cookson, you're saying 4-0 to Chelsea. Um, how, about, how about you, Tuff Well, that's an interesting um, sound. Chelsea, they've got the, the game against Maribor today. I don't think it's going to take much out of them, so I reckon 3-0 Chelsea. Thanks, um, I think... Chelsea should 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 win. Maybe maybe two, two or three nil. Liverpool might be lucky. Liverpool needs to sort their defence out really. And if they're going to play Colo Toure at the back, who's thirty five, I think. Um, really costly if he plays. Should have a field day. 
the biggest I think the biggest worry is um is that Liverpool rested Lovren and Gerrard and it looks probable that they might just come back in straight back yeah, in. Yeah, I mean Lo- Lovren, I mean he he's <laughs> not not much top, let's be honest. I think no. for me, I reckon it'll be Chelsea two-one. Chelsea haven't been keep, keeping clean sheets too much lately, so I could see maybe Sterling grabbing a goal for Liverpool, but there isn't much hope of that. I think Liverpool are looking pretty dour up in attack. I think Cesc will have a field day to be honest, and Hazard, Hazard, Hazard against Greg Johnson. Let's just talk about that for a minute. Oh uh, dear. <laughs> I think Chelsea have them all over the park, really. Definitely. And, and Yale, I mean, come on. It's the flappy paddle man. Dropped off in one season just from losing one player in Suarez. Um, but then look at that one player they lost, though. Yeah. Well, they're striking options right now. They've gone from Suarez and Sturridge to Lambert. Uh, Barini, Lambert, and Mario. <laughs> None <laughs> of them have got a goal, I don't think, in the league. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. Correct. You're, you're right. They don't have a goal. Insane. Um, we'll move on to one of the games at 2 a.m. now. We've got the lovely 2 a.m. time slot. Uh, we've got United up against Crystal Palace. Hooks and how do you say this one? 5-0. United. <laughs> oh, turn it up. Turn it up. Mate, your defence, the way it's sitting, you'll be 5-4 or something, something like that. <laughs> Mate, can you, you have predicted defence? Paddy McNair, it will be Raphael. Yeah, you guys Mark think Carrick, you're going to be able to fifth defence? Paddy McNair, Luke Carrick. Shaw. You're going to start Carrick in defence. <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> why don't you put Fellaini there too? I'll put Kusak centre back. Put Van Persie back there. As long as you just go back to the diamond, we have Blind, Di Maria, Herrera, midfield. That's the engine room. That's when we played our best. What about your boy Mato? Well, he's probably going to get sold. I mean, he's a fantastic player, but he just doesn't fit in. He was an unused sub on the weekend. Well, it wasn't really. Quite unfortunate. I think he was brilliant at Chelsea, and he looked all right with you guys. He was the best player at Chelsea by a country (laughs) mile. He just, he just seems to be pushed aside, really. We missed out on him over a measly £2 million. We'll go after him now. Like yeah, we need, we, hey, we need another number 10. That's just what we need. Yeah. <laughs> another number 10. Wenger's collecting them. <laughs> Got to catch going more. out of fashion. Uh, so how do you guys see this one? Uh, I think United, but um, I don't think it'll be as comfortable as Cookson suggests. I'm thinking three two, three two or two one. I think it'd be pretty close. Three, three one at the at the toilet. Yeah, I reckon. Um, I reckon a bit of a shock upset. Two two. Two two. Yeah. I don't think that's an upset to be honest. <laughs> Probably right. <laughs> um, no, gotta have faith. After three months has passed, it's time for the corner to be turned. We will suddenly blitz teams. Cookson, I admire your optimism. Good on you. That's Cookson Kilda is what I have with me. Uh, <laughs> Also at also at two AM we have the game at Turf Moor between Burnley and Hull. Uh, Turf Moor has actually been somewhat of a bogey ground for us in recent years, and Burnley a bit of a bogey team. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised to see them get on the on the score sheet. Hopefully, hopefully George Boyd or or Dean Marnie contributes as a Hull old boy. But um, I'm probably going to back us three one. Ah, uh, three 0 yeah, for me. Yeah. Hull. You're facing Burnley. Burnley can score in a brothel, so Hull two 0 Bro. <laughs> Um, I think Hull should get up, but I mean, is your third choice keeper still hanging around, or yeah. you, you got? It's, it's oh. all right, and the first two choices are both due back after the international break. I mean, you guys should have. I mean, if Ben Arthur decides to show up and stop eating, <laughs> and Diame can can actually show up as well and play, I think you guys should be good for the win. Yeah, uh, we also have Southampton up against Leicester. 
uh, looks like it's another tricky game for Leicester, but as we were just saying, they've looked a bit better in the games against the bigger clubs, so um, could actually end up being an interesting one. That's Southampton for me. Southampton. Southampton. Uh, I think it's going to be very, very one-sided Southampton. Yeah, okay, I'll go 2-0 Southampton as well. Um, and the last of the two AM games, we have West Ham up against Aston Villa. Aston Villa West finally got their, goal, got their goal on the board, but yeah, West Ham? Yeah. Uh, especially, up one, especially at Upton Park. Yeah. yeah. The clash of the Claren Blue. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I reckon. Where is that? West, Upton Park? Yeah, yeah. West Ham. That would be West know, Ham. Do we know it's got to be. Back to this one yet, or is he still out for a little while? No idea. Not going to lie. Scoring in every game, I think. So if he's due back for this one, it'd be a decent, decent opportunity for that against um, Villaside. I mean, Ben Teke's now been red carded for them as well, so um, taking up just gets worse for Villa. Villa, they've lost six in a row. Yeah, After I don't know how Neil Lambert still has a job, to be honest. Because the replacement's yeah. Roy Keane. Well, the they've Vikings, said that the Vikings. <laughs> they said even if they get relegated, his job's safe because he he got yeah. Norwich promoted. That cases. Yeah. I don't think Villa will get... I mean, Villa, sure, they're not going to be this crap all season. They they'll just finish, need... They'll finish 15th or 16th. Yeah. They're, they're basically the new Wigan. They're sort of struggling along all season, but then sort of hang around. It's, then it's hard to believe that Villa could have potentially won a ch- league title in the first season. Yeah. How far they've fallen. Or even it's just European season champ. Ago. Well, they still have more European Cups than Arsenal, though. They can always take close on that. How's St. Kilda? Shit. <laughs> Zero. <laughs> uh, in the late game on, on Saturday, we have QPR up against Man City. Is that... Um, um, oh, could be a banana game? skin. Could but, be a banana skin, do we reckon? But, but, could be, but you would assume City will have too much quality and will get past them. I mean, Kuhn is just a marvellous player. I'd yeah. for a hat-trick in this one. You could, you, could, you could go on about him for days. He's the best player in the league by a long shot. Yeah, I'd agree with that one. Maybe not a long shot, but he's the best player in the league. Man City, they've got too much talent. They only need one of them to step up to win this kind of game. Yeah, I can't, I, I can't really see QPR scoring to be honest in this one. Um, oh, QPR just have the cake ready for Toure. Yeah. QPR could shock you here, SM. Yeah? I, they I, could I, get a shot on target. <laughs> perhaps, perhaps a shot on target. But no, I reckon 3 nil to City, another three goals for Aguero. Hat-trick? Whoa. Yeah. Um, I have to go captain in fantasy. Well, I'm, t- <laughs> I'm tempted, but I mean... Sanchez did pretty well for me this week, so I might stick with Sanchez. So Sanchez should is going to be injured this week, then? Uh, I would hope not. <laughs> His name um, is Sanchez because he Arsenal plays fans, for football. Yeah. <laughs> Arsenal fans are just waiting for him to get injured. No, oh, don't, don't say it. that. Don't yeah, say that. Well, I just jinxed, jinxed it, maybe. <laughs> I hope Ronaldo breaks his leg. <laughs> 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 then Messi will be better than him for yeah. a while, anyway. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> um, no, I don't wish that upon Ronaldo. Um... No, I've, as I said, if Alexis gets injured, we're finished. Yeah. In the, it's an interesting one. There's three games on at uh, 12.30 on the Sunday Sunday night. We've got Spurs up against Stoke, first of all. Um, Spurs at home. Three they should win. Wins. Draw. 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 Two, two all draw. Score draw? Two all draw? Yep. Yep. I think, um, I think I don't know, Chadley's been playing pretty well. Uh, I don't know. Draw. Ericsson. Yeah. Ericsson. I reckon Ericsson will turn it up and I reckon he'll score two goals, so 2-0. Pochettino's been dropping easy points. He shouldn't be. Yeah, I wonder if he'll start to come under a bit of heat in a bit because um, they're, down, they're only down in mid-table. Hopefully just, they sack him. You can't rely on him. Hopefully he gets the sack. Hopefully. <laughs> yep, from an Arsenal perspective, it'd be great. I think 
did they guarantee him his job for the whole year, regardless of... Um... It's, look, to be, to be honest, if, if they sacked him, it would be absolutely stupid. It would be ridiculous. Yeah, it would be madness. It's just even even for Levy's standards. Though. Levy doesn't have standards. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, yeah I'm probably going to go with 1-1 in this one. I Hopefully, Chadley scores for me. And he's been doing quite well for me. Um, in the second of the 12.30 games on Sunday night, we've got Sunderland up against Everton, up at Stadium of Light. Uh, Sunderland turned a corner this week by getting that win over Palace, but um, I don't know, how do we see this one? Everton should win. Too strong, yeah. But then again, Everton... Score, score draw. Yeah. But again, Everton's defence isn't exactly much chop since they lost Stones. I reckon Everton win. Sunderland, they're just not looking good at all this month. Yeah, I might go 2-0 Everton. Hey, this month's only been going for five days. <laughs> Jeez. Jeez. They just uh, don't look good. <laughs> and in the last of the uh, 12.30 games, we have West Brom up against Newcastle. Um, maybe, it's strange to be saying this after the last few weeks, but maybe Newcastle for another win. Yep. Yeah. Well, Padre seems to remember he's actually got a job. Yeah. So... Um, You'd think that he could maybe steer them to another three points, but going to the Midlands, we'll see. Yeah, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, think, I'll, let, um, I'll, I'll let you know the score on Monday morning. <laughs> French think, sides uh, actually are, are respectively 11th and 12th, so whoever wins that will go above the other. Newcastle, they're on a good run, but they played Liverpool last week, so going into this game... They can't get that kind of a pain in every week, so... Yeah, playing a tougher opposition this week. I reckon... They found some off. form, though. I reckon Newcastle will be good for the win. Yeah. Uh, and in the final game for the week, we've got Arsenal away to Swansea. Um, Swansea Marvellous been... time of 3am. Yeah, another one for you. <laughs> um, Swansea have been pretty poor form themselves lately. Um, have well, been sh- probably an Arsenal win? Shall suspended, so that's a... That's a big plus for, for for Arsenal. He's a he's a little Alf Terrier thing running around the field. So so I, I I mean going to Wales I, I historically I don't think we've done that well there. I could be wrong, but um this Arsenal you just don't know. I mean Alexis should score. If he scores we'll probably win. Yeah. But um we've got to watch Gilfie Sigurdsson. I reckon Arsenal well. they'll go up four I, I think we should win them. Yeah. Oh, four nil, four nil, nice. and then drop four goals. Oh, oh no! That's <laughs> injured in the second half. Why do you do this to me? <laughs> Why? Do, what have I done to deserve this? Nah, Every other dies. Honestly, <laughs> they, honestly, Arsenal. I think they've been, despite the fact that they they blew it against Antelope today. I think they've been playing better the last few games, um, and I reckon they're they're going to go into a good run of form in the next ten games or so. I reckon. Um, they'll they'll push into the top three pretty soon, I reckon. I th- I think we will finish third come into the season. Yeah, and I think that's about to begin now because they've been playing I hope, well. I hope you're right, and I hope Ronaldo doesn't die. <laughs> I, I don't think he'll die. He looks in pretty good shape, huh? <laughs> <laughs> and, and I mean, Arsenal's getting all their better players back now, as we're saying. I mean, Bushi, Kachelli, Jubak soon. And yeah, I think Jury's ahead of. I think I think he's three weeks ahead of schedule. Okay. So and Walcott's back, coming back too. Um, I think we we really need Koscielny back. Yeah. Yep. Arsenal should win. I'm mean, considering that Lord Voldemort's out of the game. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. When, when's Ramsey back? Ramsey is back. He's just on the bench, I think. Because yeah, he's, he's, he's out of form. He's just not right. playing well. 
bit I slow. I think he was on the bench this morning. Because that guy comes back and he hits form. Arsenal, I think they're playing pretty well even without him. Arsenal um, have a two-man team now, not just a one-man team. I tip Arsenal 3-0. Yeah, Alexis, big scorer. Yes, Alexis, that's what we want, boys. Arsenal 3-1. Alexis not to score just to troll everyone's fantasy team. That's all right. Hey, as long as we, win, I don't care. I don't care who scores. As long as we win, it doesn't matter. They can okay. score three hundred goals for all I care. We get the three points. That's just fine by me. As long as he stays fit. That's it. Now, Cookson, do you have a fell on the floor nominee for this week? No, I haven't actually found them. <laughs> I thought I, I thought I'd put you on the spot like that. So we'll so we'll pick a retrospective one for this week. Yeah. I'm thinking uh, Slippy G. Oh, cool. just in time for the match. Well Stephen Gerrard, he came out and said, I'm against diving, and if my teammates dive, I don't like it. Then he goes out oh, and... Oh, turn it up. <laughs> he has. Have he's other than There's a three-minute YouTube compilation of Gerard bloody falling over at the slightest... I know. That's what, what I'm saying. He's starfish. Stevie what starfish. A, what an absolute joke. And finally, boys, uh, fantasy tips for the week. Who, who do you reckon you bring into your side? Who do you reckon you trade out? Who's looking good? I'd get rid of any Liverpool player, to be honest. I'm very happy that I did that last week. Got rid of Sterling and brought in Sanchez. It's probably the best move I've made all season. Sterling is bleeding, absolutely bleeding. He's gone down like uh, four points in value in the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Uh, he's in bad form. Everyone's dropping off. I've still got him, so I'm a bit worried, actually. You are full. He's yeah, it's, it's almost worth just hanging on to him because otherwise it will cost you too much trading him out. But Sanchez, um, his form guide is 15.0. I don't think I've seen that in recent times. That's yeah. huge. He's on um, 13, 16, 16 in the last three games. That's Russell. I expect world-class football. Very happy I got him in. You have to um, gamble sometimes whether you bring in players in the middle of a decent stretch of form because obviously their price will be on the way up, but sometimes you start missing the train. Yeah, you've got to look at his value, how many people have him already, yeah. um, and where he's, and his form guide for the next four weeks. But he's only selected by 25% because his price is so high, Alexis. That's what makes, yeah, makes it worth it if you take the gamble. Uh, one, one question I did want to ask for is about Chambers, who's obviously quite low priced and scored quite well last week because he's in the goal and clean sheet. Um, views, views on him for fantasy or yeah, in general? Yeah, when when Koscielny, uh and Debushi are fit, do you see Debushi pushing Chambers out of the side? Yes. So Chambers is a better centre-back than full-back, but at the same time... Oh, you know what? I... Drop Chambers for Murder Sacker. Oh, Murder Sacker for Chambers the way Murder Sacker has been playing. Would you play Chambers for Murder Sacker? The way he's been playing is like a bloody Spurs uh, infiltrator. But um, I'd, I'd, again, Murder Sacker has leadership, but he's slow. He's getting beaten in the air. I don't know how. The guy's six foot six. Um, I'd, I'd, but Wenger doesn't drop players, so it's all a moot point. But if it was me, Debussy needs to play right back. And I'd potentially do a, a Koscielny um, Chambers centre back partnership. Fair enough. Uh, and just looking at fantasy, it looks like Sacco is, according to fantasy at least, is due to play against Villa, so that's a good sign for West Ham and a good sign for me now that I've got it on my side. Hopefully, you can get the scoring boots back on. Um, any other players that people well, in people's eyes? Diego Costa, 56% have him, but he's got two points in his last three games. He's missed two games, but. And he's played one, but he's still only scored two points in it. Yep, he's uh, so he's he's um you got to get off him, I reckon. I and think Downing, if you get Kun, you're fine. Oh yeah, I, I traded. And, 
and I trade in for Kuhn myself. Yeah, I think I think um, must haves right now: Chess, Aguero, um, and maybe Hazard. Sanchez. Maybe Hazard. Yeah, maybe Hazard. But I think you got to. Yeah, Hazard yeah. is a better price than Sanchez. The form they're in, I think Sanchez, Fabregas, and Aguero are probably the must haves at the moment. Um, so we're talking from a form wise. Uh, Pele, maybe. I mean, he's dropped off a bit in the last two days. He retired years ago. <laughs> Um, you know, he, he against um, Stoke, but he didn't, do, like, didn't do anything against Hull. Uh, they've got Leicester next, so maybe he can fire again. Haddich as well, been a bit quiet lately. Um, yeah, I think Fabregas, Sanchez and Aguero are the most out of point of view. Agreed. Yeah. Southampton players have given you great value up to now, but after next week, they've got a tough run. Yeah. By, by us and Villa players. <laughs> <laughs> No you know what? I have Brad Guzan as like a spare keeper. <laughs> I wonder which team is doing the worst. Probably Aston Villa himself. In terms of fantasy point. Probably Burnley, I reckon. Yeah, or Villa, yeah. I guess. I guess Burnley's at least got a couple of cut shapes. Um, yeah. Any any closing thoughts, guys? We sign off. Messy as shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. Shots fired. Shots are fired. All right. Thanks very much. Thanks very much for coming on, boys. Uh, thanks very much, Croy. Thank you for having us. Thank you very much, Tupper. Thanks a lot. And thanks once again, Crookson. Why is there that alien sound? <laughs> alien sound? Oh, yeah, that, that, that's me. I'm just about to get zapped up into outer space. <laughs> oh, it's nice. actually not me. It's actually not me. I don't know what it is. Probably, I don't know, there's a pretty big storm up here in Sydney, so that might be the background noise, the wind. Um, it does so, sound like someone... It sounds like you're going to get taken over by aliens. Yeah. See you later, mate. Catch you guys later. Anyway, thanks very much, uh, everyone, for listening in. And until I think next week we've got an international break. Um, yeah, we'll yeah. Be back in two weeks. Uh, That's until right. Until then, thank you very much, everyone, and we'll see you on the forum. <laughs>